0: Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry One Hundred and One Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. We're going to have a conversation with our friend Stephanie Chase, and we're talking about something today that's something that I need to be better at, and maybe it's something that you need to be better at. Um, we're we're all very good at doing. At least I myself, I'll speak for myself. I'm good at doing stuff, and I can even justify studying, like reading God's word and planning. I I have a much harder time slowing down to have a conversation with the Lord in prayer, and to listen to him through prayer, and to seek him in prayer. I know it's so important to do, and listeners, you do too. We're going to spend a few minutes today talking with our friend Stephanie Chase down in Houston at Champion Forest to talk about prayer. When I think about people I interact with and friends that I know, that when I talk with them, there's certain ones who legitimately say let me pray about that. Or how can I pray for you? And they really do. Stephanie Chase is one of those people in my life, and I wanted her to have an opportunity to spend time uh, talking with me about that or with us as you listen uh, to join this conversation as we talk about the importance of prayer as a regular part of your practice as you lead your kids' ministry. Stephanie Chase, welcome back to the podcast. It's good to have you back.
1: Hey, Chuck. It's great to be back. Thank you for the invite.
0: So now what, what do you do for fun down there in Houston? Are there things to do? Every time I go to Houston, there's like food to eat, but what what else do you do besides eat down there?
1: Brother, you asked the perfect question. It is rodeo season here.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: (laughs) I did not get home till one o'clock in the morning last night. I was at the rodeo.
0: Did you, what did you ride?
1: I didn't ride anything, but let me tell you what I ate. (laughs) You see, we're Houstonians. We eat. (laughs) We had I actually had Cajun shrimp. Well, Cajun,
0: that sounds like Louisiana. (laughs) David Anderson over there has the Cajun. I don't know that they had that in Houston.
1: (laughs) But let me tell you this. The funnel cake, I had a banana split funnel cake. Wow. It was delicious. It sounds decadent. Yes, It almost fair. sounds
0: too decadent for rodeo. So rodeo. I, I, So I can't, I don't know if I've ever been to a rodeo. I don't know. And so I, I just can't relate. I grew up in New Jersey. I lived in California, lived in Florida, now in Tennessee. And there's a lot of, like, I've been to fairs and carnivals and I was into stock car racing. So oh, I've spent wow. my time at fairgrounds and, and <laughs> dirt tracks and all that kind of stuff for H, but I've never been to a rodeo. What's the best part about About going to a rodeo, what's what makes it exciting?
1: Well, first of all, it's all the people because there are all kinds of people, and you just look at them and watch them. And when you come to Houston, people dress up for the rodeo, Chuck. Okay, so you're going to see some really interesting rodeo outfits. And when
0: you say dress (laughs) up, so okay, so where I live, so I live currently in a little town in Tennessee, Columbia. Shout out to Columbia peeps, where where we it's Columbia is the mule capital of the universe evidently so we have like it's called mule town and we have mule days where where people dress up with hats with mule ears and put teeth on the front of their trucks and it's really funny is it that kind of dress up for the rodeo or Mm. is it big belt buckles how do you dress for a rodeo
1: okay so we are not dressing up like mules down here Chuck. (laughs) okay But you'll see ladies in their fancy in skirts and high heels and fancy tops. Or you might see, you know, the guys in their big cowboy hats their big buckles and boots. And it's just a wide variety. It's a lot of fun to watch.
0: So have you ever done any sort of rodeo thing? If Did you like rope a calf or have you ever done anything
1: like that? I have never roped a calf, but I before COVID, I was taking horseback riding lessons. Okay. Yeah. Can but you, hey, let me tell you this part about the rodeo check. Yeah. There's a thing called mutton busting. And yes. they're like, I, I think they're like sheep. I don't it's even like know. It's like
0: little it. kids, right? Who ride. Yes. Yeah. And, and they, they put sheep.
1: these, yes, they put the kids on them and they have to try to ride the sheep as far as they can.
0: Okay. I like so that.
1: It was uh, last <laughs> night. The kids were like. On point, and it was so cute because they'll say what the kids want to be when they grow up. And one little girl was like, She wants to be a garden gnome when she grows up. But one little boy one, goals. Exactly. One little boy, he's wanted to be a pastor. Nice. When he I was like, That's our boy right there. We're Clearly, a
0: champion for us kid. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. I was thinking well, that
1: kid's got a good kids minister.
0: All right. Well, someday I hope to come and experience a true Houston rodeo. You got it. If not for the mutton busting, maybe <laughs> maybe for the funnel cake, I'll go for that. Perfect, Stephanie. We we want to talk today about, uh, and I mentioned it at the front of the episode how when I think of my friends, when I think of people who are who are. Prayers, I think of you. Um, we've had several opportunities to interact in person, and, and you always ask, "How are you doing? You know, what's going on in your life? How can I pray for you?" And that's such a wonderful thing to have someone ask. And so, as I was thinking about this episode on what we might share with our listeners about the importance of prayer within our ministries, we all know kind of what to do, right? And we can get really caught up in the doing of ministry, but in but prayer is such a huge part of a ministry. What, what is your perspective on, on the importance of prayer?
1: Thank you, Chuck. So prayer is... Actually, it's the thing that should cover your ministry. It should be the basis for your ministry. It should be what you use in making decisions in your ministry. Prayer is just super vital. And for me, prayer really starts, and I'm big on this, Chuck, so I'm sorry Mm -hmm. if I say it every time we get together and chat, but You know, spending time with the Lord in the morning Mm. is so important to me. And so just during that time alone, just talking to him about everything that's going on. If it's the class like with three boys who have been fighting on Sunday morning and Lord, what teachers do they need? Where do we need to put them? The child with the special need that's struggling, Pray, Lord, show us what how can we help and assist this family? The leader whose dad just passed away, praying for comfort and love, you know, for that family and for God to be with them and just saturate, even praying for the staff, like Lord, how can I support our pastor and the vision that you've placed on his life? You know, show me. What you're, what you need me to do, Lord, I'm here to serve you and just, and this is what I love, Chuck. Have you ever done that Bible study experiencing God?
0: I have not.
1: Oh, Chuck, you got to But I to know
0: do. it's wonderful. I okay. know.
1: This is seriously old school. Like you'll go retro if you do Experiencing God. It's by Henry Blackaby. But listeners out there, if you've never done it, I want you to get it. It's not cute to look at. The book is not cute or anything. But um, <clears throat> get it. Because here's the thing. Experiencing God talks about God is at work all around us. Like right now, He's at work in your life. He's at work in my life, each listener's life. And we don't know, even last night when we were leaving the rodeo, we were there were 70,000 people there. And we're all exiting the arena and we're walking down this giant ramp. And I said, some of our team went together here from Champion Forest. And I said, look at all these people. God knows everything going on in each one of their hearts and minds. And he's at work all around us, and if we stay in constant um, connection with him, he shows us where he's at work. He invites us to join him Mm. in what he's doing, and then we get to experience God at work. It's Mm. really awesome for me.
0: It's you know, prayer is one of those things that I think we all know, and we probably have all taught the importance of prayer. We need to talk to God, right? We 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 talk. We do a lot of talking as people. And I forget, you know, there's, there's the different, uh, statistics and things about like how many words a day girls use versus guys, (laughs) women talk more than men. They use more words, but most of those words are, are to each other, um, or, or to ourselves. Maybe sometimes we talk to ourselves if you're one of those people, but I wonder how many of those words percentage wise, if I look at my own life, how many Mm -hmm. of the words that I use each day are actually talking to God. And I'm sure it's out of proportion.
1: Yes, that's interesting. You say that because I've heard some uh, a pastor say before. You know, if all the words were written that you've ever spoken to God, how many pages would it take? Mm. You know, and on that note, one thing I love to do, Chuck, when I'm praying is I write out my prayers because mm. I'm the kind of person I can get distracted easily, mm-hmm. and I think very quickly, and so if when you write. Um, it slows down your thinking, it slows down your processes, and it gives you time to uh, hear from God and let him speak to you as you're writing and you're talking to him because part of prayer is listening. yes, you know we have we can't just talk, but we have to listen. and I truly believe God speaks to us through His word. And so whenever I'm praying, you know, God will put something on my heart about a scripture. Uh, It'll come to my mind. And I'll, when you're praying and God puts that scripture on your heart, go to it. And because there's something that he wants to tell you in that moment and go to that scripture, read through it slowly. And then a lot of times I'll write out that scripture verse. And then pray that verse.
0: Pray that verse.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: My wife does the same thing. She she is, she's a journaler. She (laughs) writes out prayers in a prayer journal that she keeps. That's a specific journal for prayer. And I have another really good friend who does that as well. And one of the cool, I have not developed that habit and I'm, I'm sure that I'm worse off for it because something that they can both do is go back in time to a year ago or to two years ago, uh, or to track uh, a person that they've been praying for over the course of several years or, or many months and see how I started to pray for this way back then. And today I can look back and today's a day I can give thanks to the Lord for answering that prayer. That's such a cool thing to be able to do. I think it's really good for us to keep a record of our prayers like that.
1: I think so too, Chuck. Now, My papa, when he died, we were going through all his stuff. And we found one of his Bibles. Hmm. And in the back of his Bible, it said, the reasons I believe in prayer. Hmm. And literally, it was just a list of things that he had been praying for himself. Wow. So I took that. Um on myself as well and said, I want to do that. And so, um, I'm really bad about giving away a Bible or possibly (laughs) losing a Bible. I've lost mine right now, but
0: that's a way to give it away without knowing who's receiving it. Right. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) And so, um, but in the back of my Bible, I will list things that I'm praying for. Mm. And so, especially if I'm reading through the Bible in a year and I get a read by a one-year Bible and I list all the things in the back, then I can go back at that one-year Bible and see what God was doing that year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, a really, cool. hey, one other way to track too, when you're praying is, um, I, I read that. Okay. I didn't read the whole book because I just read the first part of it. Right, that's something, it,
0: something I would do. <laughs> I love to it, read a piece of a book and yes. kind of get the general gist of the book and then move on to a different book, because
1: exactly. do I really
0: need 47 chapters to teach me this simple <laughs> truth? Whatever that would be. Okay, what was exactly.
1: this one? So this one was, it was called, I think, A Thousand Gifts. Hmm. And so what the lady did was she started recognizing all of the small ways mm. that God blessed her. So she started writing them down and until she got to a thousand and she counted a thousand gifts. So it it was simple things like, so I did this one, well, actually I've done it two years. Yeah. Yeah, It's counting your, and that's part of prayer. Prayer is thanking God and praising God. So I, um, I haven't done it this year, but it, you know, different seasons in my life, just before you go to bed at night, just jot down conversation with Rick, great dinner with family, you know, mm. and then you're tracking all the blessings from the year or a, however a thousand winds up being, but what God has been doing in your life.
0: Something that I know to be true. I don't hear again. I, I, I saw this on the internet, so it has to be true. Right. I, but I think it is, is it, is, is a, it's kind of a, like a psychology fact that is we, we as people tend to remember negative things better than we remember positive things we focus on the negative or the miss or the 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 shortfall or the bad rather than remembering and seeing the good and what a great practice to make a regular habit over just giving thanks to god in all circumstances boy that sounds biblical doesn't it in all (laughs) circumstances we give thanks um i also think stephanie that when oftentimes when we pray and here again, I'll, I'll share this more by you know as much by way of confession of my own uh, practices than pointing the finger at anybody else. It can be really easy, especially when we're moving fast and we're busy, mm-hmm. to pray about certain things, uh, but not about all things. And so, you know, we will always pause to pray over over a meal. Uh, we, we may pray at bedtime. We may you know say a quick prayer over concerns that we have. Um, we regularly um, at work we'll share prayer concerns before certain meetings with different groups of people and a lot of times those things are about our friends who are sick or about an, an ailment that one of us has and we should take those things to the lord right we we give thanks for our meal right. and for and we should give thanks for that thing but i'm i think of you mentioned thinking of scripture i think of philippians 4 6 and 7 mm-hmm. where it says don't worry about anything don't worry about anything. Instead, what? Instead, pray about everything. The opposite in this verse, the opposite of worry is, is praying. Mm -hmm. It's prayer. Um, tell, it says, um, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. That's exactly what you just said. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. Amen. So we we often talk about the peace that passes understanding. This verse ties that directly to the practice of prayer. Yes. Peace comes out of prayer.
1: Yes. Amen, brother. It does. I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a situation where you're just so frustrated with somebody Mm. and you go to the Lord and you start praying about it, praying for that person. Pray for your
0: enemies even, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that peace that what I love is a peace that passes understanding. We can't even understand the peace. And the world can't understand the peace when we receive the peace. Yeah. Yes. You know what? Another thing about prayer that I've really been learning and transparent. I have not always been a good confessor.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: I don't think we spend a lot of time confessing Mm. our sin to the Lord and asking him, asking for forgiveness for those things. Cause you know, we want to keep our relationship with him pure and, you know, open. And so we need to confess those sins Mm. and, um, you know, asking God, show me the areas that in my life that I really need God for forgiveness that are, and to over the last two years, like God has just really been wrecking me on pride Mm -hmm. because I don't know about you, Chuck, but I think I'm right a lot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think we all think that, right? I can't imagine thinking I was wrong all the time. That would be, I can't imagine a human thinking that. We all think we're right. We can't all be right, right? But we all think that. Yes, you're right. Pride is a big thing.
1: Yes. And I have just been confessing that and saying, God, Mm. here I am again. I think I know everything. I think I'm in control of everything. I think I have, you know, I'm doing all these things, like you said, because we're busy, we're working. But confessing that, saying, God, I'm so sorry. I I know that apart from you, I can do nothing. Mm. And I'm so sorry that I keep trying to do everything on my own.
0: Yes. Mm. confess Confessing our sins. And how do we do that? We admit them to the Lord in prayer. That's what we do. We talk to him. And sometimes it helps to pray quietly. Sometimes it helps to pray out loud. One of the, I I think sometimes my prayers are better when I'm alone in the car and just driving and I just turn off the radio, which is rare because I love to listen to things and music and podcasts and whatever, but to find that quiet moment and to literally speak out loud and talk to the Lord has been some of my, my sweetest moments in prayer. I don't do that often enough. But I recall certain moments just praying out loud like that. And so so God hears everything, right? He hears our our silent prayers, and that's important for us. But it can also be important for us to, to call out and to cry out uh, into, into speak out loud as we pray. Um, so we didn't intend this, but as you were talking, I sort of jotted down in my notebook, three C's, Oh, which I, I love things like that, that start with the same letter or that like alliterate or so yes. uh, three C's for prayer. And this is real time. So this is just not unprepared listeners. This is off the cuff. Okay. So the first one is one of the reasons we pray is to confess confess Mm -hmm. our sins. That's clear from scripture that we're to do that. We are to confess our sins. And when we do, he's faithful and just to forgive them, right? So, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, But we we need to be people who regularly confess sin to the Lord in prayer. Another one. Yeah.
1: Can I say one quick thing? You can, of course. And this probably is, I don't know how it's going to be taken listeners. So just go with me here. Okay. I'm going to be real. (laughs) But you know, I went to the rodeo last night. And I ate a whole lot chuck. It did not settle well with my tummy. <laughs> so last night I had some serious cleansing. Mm. But while I was cleansing in the middle of the night, this is what I I was thinking literally, okay? I was thinking, "God, I need a spiritual cleansing Mm -hmm. from all, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, not just fried food and funnel cakes, but Lord, this, these things in me, I need you to get them out of me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, just like a physical, So confess it
0: and get that cleansing. That's right. Cleanse it out. So confess. (laughs) The next one that I have, my second C, is cast your cares on him. Right. So another reason... That we that we do need to pray is to make a practice of giving God our cares. That's that don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. It's really a, prayer is a way that we can lay our cares before the Lord and leave them with him, right? Because we sometimes we take them to him and we hang on to them. That's mm-hmm. not really the picture that we're given, right? It's to it's to release those cares to the Lord.
1: Yes. Amen. And that's what we need to do. We need to share it with him. Everything. You know, some, don't hold anything back from the Lord. Tell him he knows already. Share your heart with him. Cast it on him.
0: All right. And my third C here again, just in the moment, my third C is claim his promises. So this, this isn't to say claim, you know, name it, claim it. We're not saying, Hey, give me that house or give me that fancy car. What, but God has made Thousands of promises all yeah. through Scripture, and even as you talk about praying Scripture, mm-hmm. a lot of that Scripture that we pray uh, or that we read is is has contains promises that God has made. And I will never leave you or forsake you. Yes. Um, I will. Uh, I, I know the plans I have for you. Um, it, so God, God lays out promises, and we need to pray them back to Him and say, yes. God, you have said this. And so I will stand on that in confidence. We recently did an episode on confidence together, Stephanie. But one of the ways that we can walk in confidence is when we claim back to the Lord promises that he has made in his word.
1: Yes, and pray, like, I feel like praying scripture is so important. And even like, if you're teaching a Sunday lesson or you're just in your quiet time and those scriptures come up, immediately pray those scriptures for the people in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Hey, Chuck, one other thing that I learned to do in praying is, um, because I wasn't really good at praising God, like I love to worship and Mm -hmm. sing. But when we praise God and we can teach kids this As well. Um, Just start with the first letter of the alphabet and think of a word that describes God. Can you think of one, Chuck? What's one?
0: From A. What's
1: the first? Uh huh.
0: That he, oh, the letter A is a hard one. That he is above all things.
1: Oh, that was really good.
0: He's above all.
1: Yeah, so you just spend some time and just think in your mind and tell the Lord, Lord, you're above all things. And meditate on that and be like, above all things. You're above Russia. You're above Ukraine. You're above America. You are above, you know, then you go to the letter B. And you can work through the alphabet each way, um, praising God with a a letter that begins, I mean, a word that begins with that letter. It's a really awesome way to, to begin to really praise God.
0: Yeah, that's great. And what great material that is for our personal journals, right? As we yeah. as we do those things. And I can see, I, I don't know if I'm up for that alphabet challenge, because when you get to the letters X and Z, it's going to be kind of hard. But but great, a great exercise to do. And then revisit again and again to go back and read what you had wrote. And then even try to come up with additional words that fit those letters. It's a little bit like doing a crossword puzzle or like a Sudoku, Bible yeah. Sudoku, where you the attributes of God. How yes. fun. So, okay, Aww. let's add a fourth C then. Okay, let's so, do it. So that fourth C, based on what you just said, is I wrote down celebrate. Let's well, celebrate perfect. who God is, right? It's a way of praising. Yes. So we'll make it celebrate. So we have confess your sins, cast your cares, claim his promises, yes. and maybe celebrate his glory or his goodness. Yes. How wonderful.
1: Okay, see if you can come up with a C for this, Chuck. No okay, pressure. let's try. <laughs> but... Um, one thing that we really prayer, remember the scripture that says pray without ceasing. There's you a cease. There, oh, C- cease. No, no. <laughs> cease. No more. Uh, it's do ce- not cease. No wait. Do not cease. I don't pray know. Pray without ceasing. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. But we've got to be, be in a mindset of prayer. So like when you're at the rodeo, like last night, for example, Going to the rodeo.
0: We keep going back to this rodeo. It now, was I'm really intriguing. All of our city listeners are like, Rodeo? What in
1: the <laughs> you mean, world? I think you mean
0: rodeo. That's that drive <laughs> in California with the fancy stores, right? Rodeo. Exactly. So it was rodeo or rodeo.
1: <laughs> okay. So on the way, you know, we were like, traffic's probably going to be bad. We're probably going to get there late. So traffic was amazing. We got there right on time. We're like, we didn't have a parking pass, we didn't know where we were going to park. And As we were going, it was like, God, look at you go. You're opening the doors before us. You're making a a pathway. And I know this is a little exaggerating. Some people can, you know, whatever (laughs) they want to say about it. But in my heart, this is how it works. We pulled into the parking lot. It was cheaper, the parking lot, that we were going to have to get. We got a perfect parking place, right? And then we walked up to the—it was just like— Acknowledge the little blessings from God. And so right in those moments, we would just talk to God and be like, God, thank you for this. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And, you know, in the little moments, be in that mindset of prayer. While we were walking down that big um, stairwell thing, all trying to leave the arena, thinking, God, you are here. You're in the hearts of these people. You're working. You know, the guy that was sitting next to me, I turned to the girls and said, maybe I need to ask him the key question. You know, does he know Jesus? Because you're always in that mindset of prayer everywhere you go. And that just means being in that open relationship with God, where you're having that (gasps) constant conversation, CC, so, constant conversation. Con- yeah, so what I
0: wrote down is constant. I wrote down the word constant. <laughs> well, I can show you my paper as you were saying that. Pray without ceasing. What do we, what does that mean? It means pray constantly, like yes. right? never stopping, always yes. doing it. And that's First uh, Thessalonians 5, uh-huh. 16 and 17. Rejoice always or rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances yes. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for yes. you. <laughs>
1: Hey, and Chuck, on that note, like we do first time guest calls. So every time we have a first-time guest, we call them that next week. So before I call, a lot of times I'll just say, Lord, this is your conversation, whatever you want to happen. Or a lot of times when I'm on the phone with the first-time guest, I'll say, hey, can I pray with you before I I go? And a lot that just blows people's minds that you would take the time to pray for their family over the phone. And it's just being in that constant—on a Sunday morning when you're running around and a leader stops and shares something with you— stop in that moment and say, can I pray with you? And it Chuck, that's the thing. Like my husband, he doesn't let me pray at dinner a lot because he's like, we don't need a dissertation. Uh. It doesn't have to be a (laughs) dissertation. Prayers don't have to be
0: long, right? And in fact, I think scripture warns against that.
1: Not to have these big, long, flowery prayers. Crazy Pharisees. (laughs) Anyhow, but um, so, you know, even just those moments with leaders where you just stop and pray. Even one of our upwards coaches told me the other day, she was like, you know, I'll never forget the first time I came to this church. I was worried. I was frustrated. I, honestly, I didn't remember this. And she said, but you stopped and said, can I pray with you? And we and prayed you did it together.
0: Right then and there. It's yes. so easy for us to say, oh, I'll pray for you. And walk away and never, never remember to pray. Not that we don't intend to, we're not trying to tell a lie, but what a great practice, Stephanie, like you said, when someone says, Hey, would you pray for whatever? Or if they share something, you can say, can I pray for you right now? Do it in the moment. Pray without ceasing. Pray constantly. So here's, here's the outline that we've landed on. Woo! So confess in in prayer, confess your sins to the Lord, cast your cares upon him, claim his promises over your life and over your ministry, celebrate who he is and what he's done, give thanks in all circumstances and pray constantly, pray without ceasing for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Stephanie, thank you for being here again today and thank you for sharing your heart for prayer with us.
1: You are so welcome, Chuck. Keep praying, brother. Keep praying.
0: Well, and keep praying for us. Listeners, please know that we pray for you. And as a matter of fact, Justin's saying that to practice what we just said. Stephanie, would you please take a minute and pray right now for for anyone who's listening for their uh, encouragement, inspiration, edification? Would you pray for our listeners?
1: I would love to. Thank you. Father, I thank you so much for this moment today. God, this was your will. This was your plan that we would gather and we would talk about talking to you. And we thank you so much that you loved us enough, that you made a way for us to be able to talk to you. You sent your son, Jesus, to die for us, and he is alive today. And because of that, we can just sit here and talk to you, the God of everything who's above all things. So God, I want to pray right now in Jesus' name for every listener. I pray, God, that you would give them the strength that they need to carry out the ministry that you have called them to. Some of them are probably tired and weary and worn out. God, strengthen them by your the power of your Holy Spirit. God, I pray for creativity in their hearts and their minds, just a, a fresh feeling of creativity to know that you are the great creator and you have plans for them and the families and the children and the ministries. God, just flood them with creativity. God, I pray in Jesus name that in every ministry represented on this podcast, that your word would go forth and accomplish whatever it is that you desire through your word and that we will teach your children your truth and your word and that God every little heart represented on this podcast, that their hearts would be the soil ready to receive your word and the seeds of truth would be planted each and every Sunday, God. I pray that you would bring salvation to those hearts and those lives, God, and that every child represented, they would grow up to give their whole lives following you. And this next generation, God, would just seek after you wholeheartedly and obey you and follow you. And, God, I pray for leaders, 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 for the leaders listening, that you would send people to serve, that you would call them out to help us raise up the next generation, God. Give these listeners favor. Give them joy in this journey and this ministry that you've called them to, God. And I pray that they will experience you like they have never experienced you before in ways that I don't even know, God, but you know, God, work in their hearts and lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Amen. And listeners, that is why I wanted Stephanie Chase to be our guest as we talk about prayer. Stephanie, thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for sharing with our listeners and for praying over them. Listeners, thank you for listening. We'll see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 Podcast.